You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Hey. That's an appropriate way to start. Hey. And folks, welcome to Geekiest Show Ever, episode 245, and Mike starts it with a long pontification. I <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Some people wished it was that short. <laughs> and just so you know, Melissa and Elisa were very upset by leaving Mike and I alone and leaving us to our own devices. Yeah, we can't do that again. <laughs> that they're both back this week. Hello, Melissa. Hello. Hello, Elisa. Hello. Elisa's doing the whoop, whoop. <laughs> so they're both back. Uh, Elisa's back from her travels to the hellhole, otherwise known as Florida. And Which I'm going to turn around and go back to. Don't, don't, I, don't I wish, because it was overcast and I wore a winter coat all day yesterday. It wasn't that cold. It was cold. We're going to have to toughen you up. we got to put you on a beer and donuts diet. That'll toughen you up right away. <laughs> I ate enough when I was there. <laughs> and Melissa's been sick and webinaring, and she's gnarred out. Uh, ben, I'm, I'm coming off of a Benadryl coma. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with a Benadryl coma. I've, I've experienced a couple of those in my life. Yeah, I'm going to go right back into it as soon as I'm done with this. There you go. <laughs> But before we get too far, since Elisa brought it up, we must talk about the world-famous Mark's best, favorite part of the show, the weather report. And I'll start out. Currently, it's 32 here, so it's a comfortable temperature. And starting around 1 a.m. tomorrow morning, which is Monday the 30th, they're calling for snow. You can and, have it. Yeah. It only lasts till about... Or early morning around 7 a.m., but, you know, and I think they're only calling for us to get maybe an inch or so, so not a whole lot of snow. It'll make enough people that I ride and commute with lose their frickin' minds and decide that the main road I drive on is not three lanes wide, it's six lanes wide. <laughs> every <laughs> every man for himself. So um, we'll see how that goes. But then the rest of this week, it's going to be so-so. We're talking upper 40s. For a couple days and then cooling back down into the nice 30s for the end of the week into the beginning of next week. So I will be quite comfortable and just all happy, happy, joy, joy. So I'll have a ray of sunshine shooting right out of my ass. <laughs> there's, a, there's a visual I didn't need. <laughs> yeah. And, and folks, just so that you know, we've been feeding Mike some uh, really bad visuals uh, before the show. Let's just say it involved him waking up and seeing me twerking near him. So, oh lord, this was not none of my things. These guys are putting visuals into my head. We're so, seeding yeah. his the Pandora of his mind. Yes, uh, we we seeded Mike's music. <laughs> well, you see, in order to fix this, I'll have to go into Pandora, which is the world on Borderlands, and just shoot some stuff. So oh, that'll yeah. that'll be my therapy. So, Mike, how's the lovely weather up your way? Uh, sucks. Um, it's typical South Dakota weather. Right now, I think we're roughly uh, around 32 or so. Most of this week, it's going to be teens to maybe into the 20s. Some sun, some not. Uh, typical blah January, February weather. I almost feel like setting up an if this and that uh 
uh, recipe to tweet out if the temperature ever gets up above 40. You might have to wait a month before you see the stupid thing produce any results. But, um, yeah, like I say, typical weather. The snow has shrunk a little bit here. Um so it's not blowing all over the place. And it looks like for the rest of this, there's maybe a, a Saturday a chance of snow showers. Hopefully they're wrong. Um, but otherwise, it looks like the rest of this week will be, you know, and for God's sakes, give us some sun. I'm pretty sure I'm solar powered. My uh, internal batteries are just starting to go blah. I'm just, you know, in the midwinter um, malaise. Just it sucks. Well, you know, it's funny because of sort of lights, Mike. I've got, well, I've got, um, I don't have the, the sunlights like they have, but I've got, I try to put fluorescence down here, LEDs, some nice bright white bulbs because yellow lights just depress me. Isn't that, is that the same? I mean, don't you need like UVB or whatever it is that makes lizards grow? Well, yeah, and it's not that so much. It's just the cold. My feet are tingling right now and not for any good reason. Um, you know, and the, you know, it's kind of cold outside, and yeah, so it's just it's a uh, combination of the temperature and like I said, just some sunlight. At least if you're inside and the sun is shining, you can pretend that it's warm outside because at least it's sunny. When it's cold and gray and everything, it's just like, you know, yeah. Well, you know, it's funny at work, everybody, because it was cold and gray most of the week here. And I'm bopping around, smiling, laughing, having a good time. And people go, what is wrong with you? And, and then when the sun comes out, I curl up into a little ball. So, yeah. There's- yeah, see, it's people like you that make me want to bludgeon uh, uh, people like you. So, Well, the worst case is you can bludgeon me after I finish twerking. <laughs> oh, God. No, that's even. Oh, yeah. Pardon me while I just curl up in the corner here. And I'll proceed. And I'll put an outfit on, kind of like Miley Cyrus had on, the kind of like a mankini type of thing while I twerk. You do know that that Mark's eyes, you know, he cannot unsee this. Yeah, I know. Something coming out of his ears now. Yeah, he's gonna have to use a melon bower on his eyes. Acid bath. Uh, so we'll 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 jump to the the next weather report for from Elisa. How's the weather up your way? Thirty one right now, mostly cloudy. It's going to be a high of twenty nine tomorrow. But Wednesday we get your snow and a high of forty, and then back down to the twenties, which I think is about the coldest it's been all winter. Oh, but we're still in double digits. We haven't we haven't gone below zero. Oh. No, we've had we've had quite a few days below zero. I mean, but it hasn't lasted long, like two or three days. So I mean, it's not a long period of time. But uh, yeah, we've had some. So Melissa, what has your weather been? I just texted you guys all a screenshot of my my weather report today. I wanted you to read it and weep. <laughs> oh, it <laughs> makes me cry just because so it's cheap. so hot. I've got straight down sunshine from Monday to Tuesday. One little sunshine with a cloud on Friday. There's a possible chance of cloudiness. It's going to be in the 70s. The highest it's going to be is 75. Let's see. The lowest it's going to be is 40 tonight or tomorrow. I should say tomorrow night it'll it'll get down to 40. (laughs) Read in a week. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it, it's payback for the visuals, Kevin. You can sit there and choke now. <laughs> <laughs> twerk, 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 
twerking all night long. <laughs> How do you, you do? Oh, God. Do, do. <laughs> I'm yes. you weren't prepared for that. <laughs> and, and folks, uh, I we have to admit, I, I talked last week about how nice it was of Guy to come out and help me with my settings and help me get audio hijack set up. Now this week, I've demonstrated to the crew here that I can now pipe my huge music collection straight into them and into the podcast so they get to suffer through it. Um, Thanks a lot, Guy. Thanks a lot. <laughs> You've created a monster. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, and I would like to know from many of the listeners if you think the audio quality's improved, gotten worse, or stayed the same. I'm interested to know what the listeners are thinking. Um, to me, there was an improvement. I've tweaked it just a tad bit more. So I'm trying to make it better. And then as soon as I get the right twerking music, I can just pump that right in so Mike can just have that visual, you know, constantly because I know he wants it. Make it all watch. Yeah, that's it. Oh, maybe I could do a live twerking for Mike. How would that be? <laughs> Wait, let me oh, go grab that we'll, gift. We'll, we'll never hear from Mike again. We'll never hear from Mike again. <laughs> yeah, I think the, uh, Geneva, Geneva uh, Convention prohibits such torture. Oh, uh, that's okay. I don't mind doing it for you. I'm sure you don't. <laughs> And I will uh, uh, send you warm, warm weather, so I'll get even somehow. Well, the warm weather will come whether I want it or not. So anyway, folks, we've, we batted around this idea a couple times, and I decided since there isn't a whole lot happening right now to go forward with this as a topic. And since some people, because it's a little cool outside, seem to curl up in little fetal positions I'm looking at you Mike and sit in front of the TV and either kill things in video games or uh, watch a lot of TV we thought we'd talk about what we've been binge watching or watching a lot of so I mean and we've mentioned it at different times you know some of the stuff I've mentioned emergency which thank you Netflix for taking it off damn you um because now I only got up through season five watching them all sequentially. There were seven seasons. Um, anyway, th that's my issue. Uh, but I thought we'd go through and talk about some of the different things. You could get some recommendations from us about the stuff that we're watching and all that. So I think I'm going to pass the baton to Michael and let him talk about what he's been watching. I don't know if I want to touch your baton. Um, <laughs> well, Careful, it'll twerk on you. It'll twerk. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Get some goo, uh, goof off. Okay, there's too gone. much love goo involved. <laughs> sure. We'll start, with, we'll start with the one at the top of my list that I know Kevin likes, because uh, you've mentioned it before. Um, I, I'm i behind on watching my comic book uh, movies, uh, because I, I grew up watching lots of uh, – reading comic books when I was a kid. And so I, you know, have fond memories of these. So, but this one I've never seen. I think he's a newer uh, character, but he all ties into the Marvel pool and that's Deadpool. Um, I sat down and I watched that. Yeah. And it, it is one of those things that, uh, it, and I did it the other night just before we podcast, I watched like the first five minutes of the, um, the uh, intro uh, to the movie where um, usually they roll credits, but, uh, and I can't even remember them all, but, you know, it's uh, something like producer, some smart ass somewhere, or, you know. Um, the credits are unique, I guess is the best way to yes. say it. 
the opening yes. credits. Yeah, uh, all to uh, "Angel of the Morning" by um, uh, Juice Newton. Um, oh boy! Yeah, oh, it's it's uh, quite interesting. But the whole movie, you know, it's I got a, a comic uh, take to it, and um, you know, I guess Ryan Reynolds. I I, I did kind of like the movie, but now Ryan Reynolds can kind of be forgiven, I guess, for the Green Lantern movie because um, he did a pretty good. Uh, uh, turn in this movie here and it's it's, it's uh fun and it's got you know he boy has girl boy loses girl you know boy gets face destroyed you know whatever there's a lot to uh, uh to this movie but i you know I, I sat down and watched that and i thought that there was just you know a fun movie to watch oh i absolutely loved this movie it was um it was funny it was inappropriate it was childish it was superheroes. I mean, what's not yeah, to like, like about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. we're, we're superheroes. We're superheroes. Yeah. We're going to tell you what our power is. Uh, I got the power of BS. I, I like think this. they know, Mike. <laughs> but have, have either of you seen it? That one. Melissa? Yeah. Or, oh, you know? have to see this. Both of you do. When it, when it comes on Netflix. Um, yep. Or Showtime. It, I have Showtime. Yep, I have Showtime and Netflix. I'm trying to think. Is and it... occasionally Hulu Plus. No, it hasn't been on any of those. It's in Redbox. That's how I got it. Oh, interesting. And I just went out and bought it because I figure I should support uh, some of these things that I, you know, that I watch. Yeah, I mean, and again, this won't be a problem for Elisa, uh, I don't think. But Melissa, I would recommend not having the boys around when you watch this. Oh, yeah, no, we usually save our TV viewing till late at night, which is probably why I have so many strange dreams. <laughs> to watch all this stuff before bed. Yeah, no, this is, um, yeah, it's got some interesting stuff on it. Did you, Mike, did you recognize who his girlfriend is? Yeah, um, she was from the, um, was it uh, V, uh, the TV show V, um, The Visitors, I think it was. I know oh. I've seen her around. Um, what else has she done? The what I remembered her from was uh, oh Jag. Oh, she's oh. Catherine Bell from. She played in Jag. You sure? I thought that's who that was. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, uh, I stared at her a lot. I thought that's who it was. And let's go to Internet Movie Database and find out for sure. That's yeah, where I so am. I'm working on Deadpool. Uh, uh, where's she at? No, I gotta look. Oh, you know who you're. Oh, you know who you're. Thinking? Is it was her name Vanessa? Uh, was that the girlfriend's name, Vanessa? I I don't remember her character. Uh, she's yeah, in, here we go. She's in Homeland, and she's in Gotham now. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm mixing her up. That's who it is. Yeah. Uh oh yeah, Gotham, The Flash. Um, and I'm going back here because that what was character always- in Homeland. Does she play? She was uh, in the first two seasons, I believe. She was Nicholas Brody's wife. Oh, okay. Oh, she was in Firefly. She played. The yes, companion. she played the uh, the prostitute in Firefly. Yes, the companion. Oh, yeah, companion. <laughs> well, excuse me. Yeah. Oh yeah, and and the TV series V uh, about the uh, aliens that come to uh, Earth, and uh, you know people are met, they're met with suspicion and everything else what's the real purpose yeah that was 2009 to 2011 yes yeah, so i remember that one Inara was the character's name in uh firefly right mm-hmm. 
Okay, yeah, because I know I've I've seen her, and I remember being yeah these these others uh, yeah I remember that too. So yeah, she was she was really good. But the the movie Deadpool is just it's one of my favorites uh, of the comic movies. Even though I mean I like the Captain America ones, but this one is just hilarious. I mean we couldn't stop laughing. My uh, oldest daughter was watching with me, and she's going, "Oh my God, what did he just say?" <laughs> You know, <laughs> oldest, oldest now. Um, she she's sixteen, so oh, okay, or actually seventeen. Excuse me. So, so yeah, it was, it was interesting. It was, it was very interesting. But uh, yeah. I w- I would encourage you to watch it. Oh yeah, uh, it's it's rude. It's crude. It's you know. It's the uh, podcast. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we would fit right in there. Uh, I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, maybe we should call it dead poo. I don't know. Um, <laughs> dead goo. <laughs> dead goo. There we go. There's your show title. Dead goo. Dead goo. <laughs> Writing that down. <laughs> Poor Mike. Just, I know. You're never going to live that down. And I'm just yeah sitting here looking at the uh, thing for uh, Deadpool, and you got uh, Deadpool doing a little heart sign there. And, yeah. Uh, uh, as you know, as he slices people up like you know murderers or well he's not a mur- well he, he does kill people he does you know, he's, yeah he's a hero but with he, low moral standards uh, very low I like the <laughs> I like the lady in there with him the, the blind lady that lives in the apartment with him when he says. Uh, What's he say? Something about there's 600 pounds of cocaine hidden in the apartment right next to the cure for blindness or something like that. I oh my but I mean, it's uh, that kind of humor all the way through the movie. Well, that, th- that was Leslie Uggams, wasn't it? I think so. The blind lady? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Uh, uh, from, oh man, lo- she was on lots of things. I can't remember. She's on Empire now. Okay. Yeah, she's um, no, she's funny though in that movie. I really enjoyed. Now, now I'm just trying to remember. Uh, yeah, Leslie Uggen. What other? Uh, I know you know. I grew up watching her. I just can't remember everything that uh, that she's done. Um, everybody Love Boat, but everyone's done that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she's oh, yeah. she's been around for a while, so she's. Uh, um, She's done a lot of stuff. I don't. I, I mean, that's this is the most recent thing I've seen her in. So, but anyway, all right. So Mike had Deadpool. So Melissa or Elisa was going to move on to Elisa because okay. she looked uh, confused. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what else is new? Um, I'm not one for comic books. I don't ever read them, but I did watch Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and Luke Cage. Oh, on Netflix. I watched and I watched them Jessica Jones, then Daredevil, then Luke Cage. It took me a while to get into them, but I you know, I, I finished them. Have you not seen any of the Captain America or Iron Man movies? No. Oh, I saw God. I saw the first Iron Man. I think I saw the second Iron Man. But yeah. No, no, how many are there? There's there's three, right? Yeah. Is there four? I know three Iron the Man. third one. The third um, has that wrestler guy in it, uh, Jimmy O'Rourke or Jimmy Rourke or what was his name? I don't don't remember. It's been a, yeah. it's been a couple months since I watched Iron Man three. See, the Did good I thing about 
Oops, go ahead. No, as I say, I haven't. Um, I'm behind in my Marvel movies too. I've watched, you know, some. I haven't watched Iron Man three. I haven't watched a bunch of these, so I have some catching up to do there too. I know Netflix. Let's see, it was here somewhere. I think they have like the one that's Captain America versus somebody. Uh, the, oh, Winter Soldier. the Winter Soldier, Soldier or yeah, Civil, Civil War. War? Civil War. The Captain okay. America. Yeah, here it is. With um, it's Avengers versus Avengers. Yeah. Got four stars. It's a it's pretty good. I um, I just put it on my list. Yeah, it's I like all the Captain America movies, all three of them. Um, Iron Man movies, I love those. Uh, I fancy myself a little bit of Robert Downey Jr. So. Me too. <laughs> the nice thing, the good thing about binge watching some of these shows is, like, if you're binge watching um, Twenty Four, or Lost, or Breaking Bad, is I forget from week to week what happened. Mm. And then you forget six weeks from then what happened. So that's the good thing about binge watching is that you don't have time to forget. Yeah. You know, especially on something like 24 or Lost. I mean, we were lost watching Lost. My <laughs> husband gave up. That was so confusing. Yeah, you know, that's something I don't know that I watched more than an episode or two of. That, yeah, that was crazy. But like I watched um, – we watched Breaking Bad, I think – I think with Breaking Bad, we caught up late, so we rented you know DVDs until we got caught up, and then we watched it week by week. I watched it a second time, like in a couple of weeks, the whole yeah, series. Yeah, I'm tempted to do that. I haven't done it yet, but that's next. If I'm going to rewatch and, anything, it's going to be Breaking Bad. And what was cool about that is on the series finale, there were certain things that happened that didn't make sense to me. And when I went back and watched it all over again, I'm like, oh, that's why. That's why Jesse yeah. said that now i understand it because i had gotten about that scene and then there's shows like um like gotham scandal and the forgotten no not the forgotten um the following oh yeah oh i watched like i watched like the first season in two days i said the last the last season was just it got to be the following yeah it got to be just too gruesome Gotham is very much the same, where really? I could not get like enough gratuitous gore, like well, gratuitous I, blood. Well, no, not that. I couldn't get it. Just I couldn't get enough of season one, hmm. and then season two was good, and then season three got to be, eh, and then season four was like, okay, you're done. This is just okay, jump the shark. And Gotham is getting to be like that now. I think we're in season three, and I'm like, eh. eh, whatever. But seasons one and two, like especially season one, was just oh my god. Oh, yeah. It was so awesome. And that's also comic book because it's about Batman. But what's cool about that show is you see Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne as a child. You see James Gordon, who is the police detective in Gotham, who eventually becomes Commissioner Gordon. You see the person, you see Penguin as a young man. You see the person that becomes the Riddler, the person that becomes the Joker, the person that becomes the Catwoman. And you see all these people and you go, oh, yeah, that person's going to be Catwoman. Or whomever, I need the super, you know, the super criminals. So that part is really cool. And I love Alfred. He is the coolest. I watched the first season. uh, And like I said, I had felt the same thing. And then just, you know, I I don't know why. I just didn't get around to watching the rest of it. I think I've got it uh, stored here somewhere. I could sit down and watch it. I just need need to. I did lots of shows I should sit down and watch. I have this thing about NCIS and I think I'm three, four episodes 
behind on that. And, and, and Scorpion 2 is another show that I like. And I, I binge watched a bunch. Now I guess I'm waiting for him to accumulate again. I'll go through another binge watching session. But uh, yeah, Gotham, I started watching it. Same way with uh, The Flash. I started watching that one and it was good. But, you know, for whatever reason, I don't know. I just started doing something else, and uh, I just kind of got out of watching TV there for a while. So all, I got all this stuff backlogged that I got lots of stuff to watch because I find it all interesting. It's just a matter of kind of getting – sitting down and watching it, not doing something else. Yeah, that's the hard thing is finding the time to do it, you know, to, to get to it. Because a lot of times what happens to me when I binge watch stuff is I get into it, I tune out everything else, and then I just – get in trouble for tuning out the rest of the world so oh i've watched seven or eight episodes of a show at one sitting because i can't say okay i'm done especially if my husband's working like a 15 hour day i don't have to worry about making dinner or anything i just sit there in front of netflix and just now melissa did you watch uh scandal no but i it keeps coming up as a suggestion it's like well you like this so you might like that because i did like revenge and that a lot of people up, so. i know kept watching oh i love scandal so one day i said yeah. okay what the heck right. i will what do you, think? I said, you know what I mean, what do you have to lose you watch two or three episodes you don't like it you don't you don't watch it anymore that's all you've just wasted three hours of your time and <laughs> i watched the first episode and i'm like oh my god where have i been and like two days done and they, they're they're a lot. In fact, when I was in Florida Thursday night, when Scandal came back, this is the season premiere was this past week. Not even not the winter, like half and half. This is when it finally came back for this season. And my friend and I were sitting in front of the TV at nine o'clock and we're making our own commentary of like, oh, he did it. No, he did it. He's <laughs> it's, it's a good show. Okay, I don't I'll even know that I'll show. Put it, I'll put it on my list. Scandals on Thursday nights. Kerry Washington plays Olivia Pope. And, um, How many oh, what seasons is are name? out now? Is it the sixth season? Is it season six? Let I'm still look. looking at the IMDb for Gotham because as you guys were talking about it, I just got flooded with all these different actors that I was thinking about from other shows that Gotham's one of those shows where, you know, like uh, Donal Logue played uh, the, the dad, the Irish dad. on. Yep. Um, I remember that. Was that show now? I can't remember. Let's see if I tap on his face. I, I, I know what you're talking about. Uh, that drives uh, me crazy, but thank God for second yes. screens now. Grounded yeah. for Life, he was really good in. And then there was another, one of the characters that played a really messed up character in Gotham. Her name's Lori, and I can't remember her last name. I just had it a second ago. I'm look, I'm scrolling through. She was in Orange is the New Black. She plays like the kind of mental uh, chick with the, the black rimmed glasses. And I can't remember her name. Oh, Lori Petty? Uh, yeah, Lori Petty. So she she played a character in Gotham, but she was she was she's really really good in Orange Is the New Black. And then B D Wong, remember he's the yes. psychiatrist from, um, oh um, On Order SVU. Right. Who else? Oh, and one other guy, uh, David Zayas, was the detective in Dexter. So what I love is just seeing the crossover and seeing them doing all these different characters. Oh, I just love it. I love it. Well, one thing about, about Scandal is Rowan Pope, which is Kerry Washington's father on the show, uh, Papa Pope, they call him, is played by Joe Morton. He is fabulous. He's evil. He is evil. But his acting is stellar. He is just so good. Joe Morton. Joe Morton. Yeah. Really, really good acting. And then um, someone else who's really... 
I, I just, I just, I just say to say they're crumbs. You know, they're just. He's just a bad guy. Is um, <laughs> Cyrus Bean played by Jeff Perry, and he's really, he's also evil, but he's also really good. The acting is good. Good evil guy. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody that you love to hate. They do yeah. a really good job at making you feel that way. Yeah. I mean, they're probably both really nice guys in person, but on the right. show, they are horrible. There's, no, there's <laughs> nothing like seeing somebody that plays a good asshole continue to be a good asshole in other shows. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't know a better way to say it other than that. Right. Well, and these guys, I was looking uh, at the IMDb while you guys were talking. Yeah, they're they're those guys that you see them. You may never know what their name is unless you look them up. I mean, they don't, you know, they're not stars like, you know. Right. Denzel Washington and um, uh, Gibbs from NCIS or whatever. Uh, but, you, yeah, I've seen that guy. I've seen the other guy. You know, they're good, solid character actors. Yeah, and um, that reminds me, we were talking about Orange is the New Black. Somebody mentioned it. I freaked out when I realized who that one lady was that runs the, uh, the, the eating Kitchen. thing. I don't know. It was the Captain Kamasari. Janeway. Yes. I was like, what the... Oh, 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 Kate Mulgrew. Yeah, Kate Mulgrew. And then her girlfriend from when she was a lesbian is the girl that used to play Donna on that 70s show. And I went, whoa! (laughs) Uh Well, same thing. Orange is the New Black is... uh, I don't know. It's like uh, up and down. Like some seasons I thought were good. Some were just as. Some were just kind of annoying. But the the person who plays um, Crazy Eyes... Uh-huh. Yeah. Suzanne, she's, she's fabulous. Right. Yeah. Some of them you just look at me and think, wow, they're just an amazing actress yeah. or amazing yeah. actor. It's just like they deserve awards. And- in fact, they won tonight. Uh, the, the SAG Awards are tonight. And I just saw on Twitter before we started to record that they won, um, I think it was Best Ensemble. Really? Um, That's let me see terrific. Go back here and see it. Um, yeah, Orange is the New Black. Blow by blow of the SAG Awards, yes, courtesy of Elisa. <laughs> <laughs> well, I see. I see her. Um, the the main character who I cannot stand. She's so selfish. What is her name? Yeah. Oh, here it is. Um, SAG Award for Ensemble, uh, ensemble in a comedy series. Oh, what? An ensemble in a comedy series. They're calling Orange Orange is the oh, New Black I, a comedy. Yeah, I think it's comedy well. drama. I think it's more funny than it is. Danny Trejo, that's the guy I was trying to think of when you guys when you were talking about really good bad guys. Danny oh, yeah. Trejo plays an awesome bad guy. He's one of my favorite bad guys. I'm just, you know, I watched Orange is a New Black, and I guess I mean it has funny stuff in it, but I, it's a comedy drama. I guess I don't know what the hell a yeah, drama. Drama. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, dramedy might be that's it. Drama, drama with comedy humor. You know, sort of. You know, because. You know, MASH in its later uh, incarnations towards the end there, they were, you know, they're supposed to be a comedy, but they introduced some serious stuff. So, you know, they kind of, if you can cross the line well, because there are some things that should only be comedies, because anytime they tried to introduce a serious note, it just felt off. But if you get those that blend it well, like this one, MASH, you know, some other ones that, um, you know, it, it's a it's an art form. You, you just can't slap this stuff together. It's gotta it's gotta be done reasonably it's, well. And it's I'd a say they pulled it off. Emotional roller coaster ride, and it really makes you feel all the feels, and that's what I like about that show. Well, well, especially when you're looking at their background, when, when you yeah. find out how they got into prison, yeah, and you right. see how how un, from a lot of them how unjust it was. Yeah, 
But I mean, talk about character development and a character arc. It's it's got all that for so many characters in that in that one show. Yeah, and they keep it track a lot of it. Of ground. But they keep track of it pretty good. And some shows when they do all that, you can get lost in the wait. Who? The, what the hell is this person? You know. But they seem to stack it and not overwhelm you with it when they're doing it. You know, little bits and bites so that you can keep up with it. Well, they do that. I don't know if there's a there's probably like a technical term for what it's called, but they do that backtracking like they do in in uh, Breaking Bad, where they keep they'll start backwards and then move forwards. Like they'll start with a scene from in the past and then they'll go to present day and then oh, and then you connect the dots. Yeah, but I I failed at connect the dots in school. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of of tracking and connecting the dots, can I can I segue into my pick? Um, sure. No. Pick pick away. <laughs> Only because it's just so fitting. Um, so I have an app pick for you guys. I think because I hear you suffering a lot in in trying to keep track of all this stuff. There's an app called iShows TV, and it's not free, but it's worth every penny of it for my sanity anyway. And it connects with a uh, an online database called Tracked. So you can you don't have to use that, but you can if you want to really track things. But it's an app, and what you do is you go and you load all the shows in that you either have watched and finished, if you're like really like OCD like me or type A that likes to keep track of that stuff, or shows that you are watching. And then it it gives you like for example, um, we really like iZombie, and I just let's see, never heard it, of it that. tells you. Oh, that's a good one. If you guys like zombies or anything. Uh, it tells you when the next show is going to come up, like when the season is going to come up. So, for example, let me see. Like Homeland, it says there's a new episode out tonight, which I knew about that. Um, tells you how many days. In 65 days, there will be a new iZombie coming out. So it just it kind of gives you like a countdown so that you know what to expect when the next season is going to be released or when the next episode. So, for example, like um, what was it? The, the Walking Dead, you know, we've been waiting for that and tells you how many days till that's going to come out. So it kind of gives you like a countdown. But what's really neat is so you load all the episodes, you load all the shows that you watch, and then it will it will give you a database of all the different episodes. Like Walking Dead is going to be in 14 days that the new episode is going to come out. It gives you hope for things that you thought like may have been discontinued, but it doesn't say that it's finished. So that means that there's going to be a new one. Uh, let's see. There's going to be a new murder. Getting uh, how to get away with murder in four days. Uh, so anyway, so you load all your shows, and then you can go into the app, and you can see all of the. It's like album artwork, but it's for the shows, the show artwork, and it links directly into IMDb. So as you guys have been talking, I've been switching back in between, in between iShows TV and IMDb, looking at different actors and actresses that you guys have been pointing out. Uh, and then you can read a synopsis for each of the episodes that are coming up. Let me find one. Let's see, like, say, uh, How to Get Away with Murder. We're in season three, and we just p- finished off with episode 10. Uh, I know that, so it's kind of grayed out, but you can tap on it. So the next episode, episode 11, it tells you when it's going to air. And then it gives you a synopsis of what that episode is going to be about. And it gives you a little bit of fan art. So I really love this app. And I've been using it for probably about a year now since they they they, re- they released it under a different name. It was a similar name. And then they discontinued that and re-released this new app and made it better. 
So I really like it. You guys got to check it out. How much is it? Uh, let me see if it shows. It says well, it says that you can record up to five shows. Yeah, for free. So it is free. And then there's an in-app purchase. Let me see if it tells you what the in-app purchase is. I think it's $3. Oh, it's two, two, yes, $2.99 for unlimited TV shows. So I just went ahead and bought the in-app purchase because I just I load all my TV shows into it. Yeah, is there, there an is, I, is it only iOS? Mm, not sure. We don't want to leave Michael out. That's true. Well, Let me see. See, I was um, there was one that I've used. I think it's cross-platform uh, fan TV, uh-huh. um, which I think will do similar. Uh, things I haven't used it in a, a while. I should get back to using it. Uh, but I think it does similar uh, features uh, where you can uh, you create a watch list and say I'm a fan and uh, it'll give you information. Uh, it'll keep you posted. Uh, you can browse similar things and discover stuff. Uh, so in that one, I use that one because it's, uh, like I say, cross-platform. I think there's a app for my uh, Shield TV, which is Android. I don't know if it's on um, the iOS, the Apple TV, or not. That would be you critical. Find a link to yours. We should put links to uh, different TV show tracking apps. Yeah, yeah. Put the links in like the show notes, and I'll share this them. This one looks free. The is iShow like TV, a, like a purple. Is, yeah, it is, is like a purple with a white oh, like plus yep. through it. Yeah, this it looks and it says offers Apple TV app. Oh, what's it called again, Mike? Fan TV. Here I found the. Uh, and it looks drop. free. Yeah, I think it is. Um, and I don't know what they're. I don't know if they make deals with um, uh, the you know distribution places like Netflix. So I think you can type in. If I am. Uh, yeah, uh, Apple TV on Android and iPhone. I don't know about, you know, the Apple, the Apple TV or TVOS, whatever they want to call it. Um, it does have a TV, uh, Apple TV app. It does. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, it said I'm, I'm looking at the page. I'm downloading it right down to my iPad. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> well, I mean, I download things. I don't like it. I delete. Yeah, That's true. Uh, so you, uh, it's I'm like that web- too. I'm an app junkie. Well, it has a web page that you can use, too. Uh, so I just typed in Orange is the New Black, and it says, uh, so you can either add it to your watch list uh, or uh, you can watch it on, uh, it says Netflix, Amazon, Apple, and two more. It's not telling me what the other two are. but um, And it gives you the characters. It gives you information. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, so I think it's a fairly similar one. So, like I say, for those uh, who are, you know, like I say, like me who don't stick in one place, uh, this one can follow you around. Like I said, and I, I know yeah, I've used I can't it. Wait to check it out. Thanks. Yeah, and like I said, I've used it on my Android TV because then I can search there and it'll bring up, uh, you know, and I tell you tell it what services you use. So, you know, Netflix, oh, hell, I use them all, uh, <laughs> or uh, quite a few of them anyway. And so it'll tell you, you know, it's available here, how much and price and everything. So, uh, and then that way you don't have to, you can do it from the comfort of your TV. You don't necessarily have to pull out your phone or your tablet to, uh, you know, keep track of things. Yeah, because it's it's very important that you not have to reach all the way across to the end table and lift up the phone and actually look. Yes. I mean, you you know, know, it's it's trying some days, but 
you know, uh, and you know, it, it sinks across. And so, yeah. And like I said, um, I haven't watched TV for a while, so I haven't used it, but I should get back into it. And I think it will keep track of what you've watched. And, uh, let me see here. Elisa was talking about how you can kind of get lost, you know, when, when you watch the sure. whole season and then it doesn't come out for a while and then you kind of lose track. And that's what I like about this app is that you can go back through and read the, the season descriptions and look at the at the art for the episodes and it kind of refreshes your memory without having to go back and watch too many of the episodes again but i'm also i forget what i saw like for this up for this conversation there was one like um daredevil i could not remember the name of that show uh-huh. but i couldn't yeah. find it on netflix so something like this would be helpful to say right. really quick because i can go into netflix then go into my account and then scroll 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 until i find what you've watched. watched, yeah, which mm-hmm. was back in May. So or go not, into IMDb and like look up an actor's name. Like if there's some piece of information that yeah. you have, some kind of keyword to kind of trigger, it, and then you can find, oh, that was the name of the show, and then right. I go load the show into the app, and then I I track the episodes that I've watched. Well, yeah, so I mean, it's just, it, I don't know. I like a checklist. I like being able to check things off. It, it, it whenever you have a piece of data like that, that's that's just driving you crazy, and you can't remember something. Yes. Then you just have to. <laughs> right. Oh. There you go. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I won't do any more of Revenge. Yes. Yes, there we go. That's the earworm revenge. So, Melissa, you didn't talk about any particular show. Do you have one you want to mention before we move on? Well, just two. So, one's real quick the OA. Um, I, I'm tempted to say don't waste your time. It's kind of a it messes with your head a little bit. And then you get to the end of it and you're like, what the hell did I just watch? There's, there's like no closure. And that really disturbs me about TV shows. And I don't know if they're going to continue it or what the hell's going to happen. So we did binge watch that. We watched that in a matter of like, I think, two or three nights over the winter break. And I don't know. We're still trying to figure out if we're sorry if we watched it or not. So uh, that one comes with a warning. But the second one that I will say is Black Mirror, excuse me, Black Mirror, and I will definitely highly recommend that one. That one is three seasons and it is it really feeds into a lot of the stuff that we talk about. I think you guys would absolutely love it. Do you have any of you seen it? No, no. Black Mirror. It's on Netflix. It's awesome. I think think we've talked about watching it for sci fi tech talk because I I haven't watched it, but I think Jeff or Julie has said something about there's some uh, possible science fiction uh, tie ins there. It all has to do with technology and they they do have like a strong emphasis on social media and how there could be consequences and you know it's just very kind of futuristic sci-fi like kind of looking at what we could become in the future you know people walking around with gizmos that make their eyes like like with eye with ocular implants i always keep joking about things like that i always say just stick it in my in my eyeballs so i don't have to carry a device around i would just i would totally sign up for that but now after watching this i kind of question whether or not i'd actually do that or not out there as to what life would be like if we did walk around with ocular implants and i haven't watched it but i listened to uh cord killers uh with uh brian brushwood and tom merritt and they've talked about it and i think it was like was it the first or second episode there was some rather intense um rather a rather intense scene with a politician and a pig yes I'm not going to give it away, but yes. <laughs> oh, dear. This, I'm getting flashbacks to the movie Deliverance now. 
thought you were talking about something I did as a kid. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that one's called National Anthem. Um, okay. And I, I won't give away too much of it, but basically, uh, and, and this, and it, it is, it's a lot about social media. Um, not, I don't think, trying to think if every single episode has an underlying current of social media. I think most of them do. If it's not social media, it's about social plus technology. It's about people gathering together to make decisions. Uh, that one in particular has to deal with Twitter and or something like Twitter. They don't they don't actually call them by their actual names. Like sometimes they refer to it as Twitter, but other times it's just they'll they'll they change the sounds. They're really good about about using things that we use currently and making them more futuristic. Like everybody walks around with some kind of device and they all look very similar, but there's not necessarily a home button on them. Um, it just seems like everybody, it's just ubiquitous and everybody just has one. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I can't even really pick a favorite episode. There was a couple that really stood out to me. I'll wait. I'll, I'll give you guys an assignment to go binge it and then you report back and let me know what you think. And then maybe we could talk about, we can, we can put a disclaimer before the show if we're going to talk about spoilers, because I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but it was really, the whole season was really good. There's three, let's see, there's three episodes in season one. There's three episodes in season two and there's six episodes in season three. Um, but depending on what source you look at, one of them, there's like a special episode, a Christmas episode then that I don't think is necessarily a part of one of the seasons. But I, I really like them all. There was maybe one that I didn't really care for, but most of them I, I really dug. Is this the show or am I confusing it with something else that's really it's like it had the word black in it that was mm. kind of gross, kind of mm. violent? There are some gross, violent things in it i wouldn't say there's a, a lot of blood spatter or anything um it's more in the things that you don't see that are the grossest that's what they leave to the imagination that's what i really enjoy in a show that's not so gratuitous but it's it's what you don't see that horrifies you when to see the only problem with me watching some of these shows is you know if i'm sitting upstairs in front of the 50 inch tv and then the kids walk in i you know if there's a gratuitous sex scene like Orange is the New Black, you know. <laughs> yeah, this is not something you can watch where kids are going to walk in on you. Yeah, so that's that's part of the problem I have with anything I binge watch. Like I was, I started binge watching The Americans. I don't know if you all have mm. seen that one, which yeah. is a good show. But um, the kids walked in right as they were about to get busy in the front seat of the car, and I was like, oh crap, you know. <laughs> so I'm yeah. on a plane last night in the middle seat watching The Wire, which I had downloaded onto my uh, iPad from Amazon. Uh-huh. And if you don't know, The Wire is, was back in the early 2000s. And it's taken me a really long time to watch this show because it's it's okay. And uh, there was a sex scene. And boy, was there a sex scene. And I've got <laughs> people on either side of me. And I'm just like, Fast forward, Uh-oh. fast forward, what fast do, forward. You know, I'm just do? hitting. It was Amazon, so you have a 10 second button. So I kept hitting that 10 second button until it went to the next scene. I'm like, okay. Yeah, that wouldn't worry. That doesn't bother me as much if I'm around other adults, you know, but it's 
and my kids to walk in, and it's just like I let my kids watch Deadpool with me, and not really an appropriate movie for someone under the age of sixteen. So yeah, that's why I say yeah. I got to watch all this stuff at night, and then you know it, it's funny because when you when you use a tracker like this and you look at all the stuff that you watch, which is again this feeds back into Black Mirror. I mean, it makes you think about how you use these technologies and how you watch these shows and how they influence what you think about things sometimes and like I look through my list and it's all like crime dramas you know it's all very dark like I think I I had a screenshot one time I was excited about something and I shared a screenshot and of course you know it had Game of Thrones and it had American Horror Story and it had iZombie and it had Homeland and it had um the Walking Dead in it. <laughs> They're like, oh, your your show list is kind of dark there. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because something that's popular here in our house is the show Bones. I don't know if you all are familiar with that one. You know, I'm and familiar uh, with it, but I haven't watched it. Personally. I've never watched it. Oh, it's funny because one of my my uh, youngest daughter had to do a portrait for art class of somebody she was she she was uh, real she really liked somebody you know an actress or a famous person and she did. Uh, I can't think of her first name. Emily Deschanel is that the late lead character? Yeah. Oh no, he, not Emily. That's her sister. Is um, it? No, maybe it is Emily. Her last name's no. Deschanel. I can't remember her first Deschanel, name. Yeah, but yeah, um, maybe it is Emily. Yeah. Wasn't she in Dollhouse? Uh, possibly. Um, who's the the guy? Firefly, Dollhouse, the producer. Oh, Josh Whedon. Yes. Yes. She's been in a couple of his productions, I believe, hasn't she? Oh, I don't know. Or maybe I it's mean, just the one. But do you guys remember Dollhouse? That was a good one. Never watched mm-hmm. that one. No, I didn't see that one. But oh, I mean, that's another sci-fi one you guys oh. would like. But see, yeah, then there's. Go ahead, Mike. Emily. Yeah, it is Emily. I looked it up quick. Yeah. Of course. Then when I see the guy that plays uh, Sweets in Bones, and then I remember how much I enjoyed him in that old television show Freaks and Geeks. Have you ever seen that? I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. It was only on one season. Oh, really? Yeah. Wasn't James Franco in that? Yes. Yeah. It's a good show. I really enjoyed it. I was so pissed that it was only on one season. Because you know, Melissa, how you've talked about how the stuff in Stranger Things, you know, how how it got so... Stranger Things. It got stuff so right, which this... um, Freaks and Geeks is actually set in the 70s, so I was really identifying with it. I mean, and oh, I think cool. because it's, you know, I, they're wearing the hang tin shirts and, uh, you know, all this stuff that I'm going, oh, I remember doing that. So, and it was a really good oh, show. But part of your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Has everybody so. here seen Stranger Things now? Yeah. 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 All right. Woohoo. I'm, I'm curious to we see what they're going to do with the second season. I know. I can't wait. I mean, oh, they, and they won. They won. They, they won an, a SAG award. I don't good. know which one. They deserve it. They did a really good job. Oh yeah, the show was great, but they wrapped it up. How the hell are they gonna? Well, almost. I mean, what, it open. They yeah, left what, it open when he threw up in the yeah. sink. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, oh, yeah. Absolutely. For lack of a better way to say it, without yeah. Spoiling and what about Barb? And you have the uh, what, yeah. Was what about the, Barb? The upside down, think- or what they call the alternate universe? The upside yeah, the upside down. down. Upside down, right? You still got that lingering there. What else is uh-huh. in that? Oh, there's place? there's a couple other things, but I won't say just in case people haven't watched. But there are a couple other things that involve seven. 
Or right. 11, I mean. 11, right? 7-Eleven's <laughs> the store. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I was thinking about you today, Mike. Somebody, I'll have to find it and see if I can share it. But you were talking about a couple episodes ago how, or maybe epi- every episode, how much you hate Siri and how it never understands you. And there was this clip of these these two Scottish guys that were stuck in oh, this elevator, and it was I've voice that. and voice recognition, and they kept saying 11, 11. In a heavy, <laughs> thick like, Scottish accent. So yeah. Yes. They couldn't. They couldn't pick a floor because it didn't understand eleven. <laughs> and do you watch any of the uh, original programming on Amazon or just strictly Netflix? I do on Amazon. Some that's the one I put in the show notes is an Amazon original. Which one is that? Uh, it's Crisis and Six Scenes. Oh, did you like that? It was get- bizarre humor. I'm not a real Woody Allen fan, but it yeah. it was. You know, for six shows, it was worth six shows. Yeah. Because I I just find that I think Netflix's original programming is much better than Amazon. Well, watched the first episode of uh, Transparent just so I could kind of watch it. Well, like I say, no. Yeah, I watched it. I don't know if I would watch anymore. It's a little. It's. Yeah. I've watched I've watched all of it, and but I can't watch more than two at one time. And my big issue with Transparent is the children are so horrible. I think those though they are three horrible human beings, and that's yeah, what and annoys that me about that. Just, just the characters are just awful. It's well because you know here their father is coming out and saying I'm a, I'm really a woman, and it's like well how is that affecting me? Instead of saying, how can I support you? It's, how is this affecting me? And, oh, I have problems too. There was It was just very self-centered. Um, though the end of the third season was kind of interesting because you kind of know why his ex-wife is the way she is. They did a flashback on her history. And you're like, okay, now I get it. <laughs> yeah, it, it makes total sense now. So that I thought was kind of nice. But as a whole... I I'm not one of the fans. I the 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 whole show just seemed ridiculous to me. I couldn't even hardly get to it, so I just crossed it off the list and went on. And and I'm also one of the few that doesn't like Man in the High Castle. That um, one's hard to get into for me. It was. I could are barely these, make it uh, Amazon one. These are Amazon yeah. original. Okay. I could barely make it on that. Yeah, I. The like it's like the end of season one. It seemed like it wrapped it all up, and then it came out with season two. So I watched the first episode of season two, and I couldn't finish it. So I'm done. Yeah, I I've been through the first three episodes or four episodes of season yeah. one, and I'm like, this is not bad. I like the premise of the show, but right. it's right. It's hard to watch. It just really. It's- yeah. It was, and didn't you have a hard time, like, the guy who was the deliverer, you know, that was riding the truck? Well, was he a good guy or a bad guy, or was he a good guy pretending to be a bad guy, or was he a bad guy pretending to be a good guy? I mean, and even at the end of the season, I still didn't know what side he was on. Yeah, I, I again, I'm the same board as Kevin. I watched the first couple, and, you know, that's a Philip based on a Philip K. Dick story, and I like him because, you know, he's given us uh, – Stories that were or movies based on his stories like Blade Runner and you know the other ones are escaping. Oh, um, 
um, the pre-crime one, um, Minority Report. So you have some, you know, stuff for good movies, and so I, you know, felt sort of obligated to watch it. And yeah, I kind of, you know, maybe I should have stuck with it. Maybe that's part of my problem sometimes is if it doesn't you know, grab me right away. I don't know if it's my problem or, you know, do we have to have instant gratification? Can we, you know, work on something? Sometimes the things that we have to put some time and effort into, if it pays off, you know, is actually quite good. I don't know that we have to have instant gratification all the time, but I started watching it and it's like, okay, I get it. You know, I guess I was getting a little impatient for the, uh, the payoff. Yeah, but I, I, I need it to hook me and get me going anyway. Even Absolutely. if I don't get an instant payoff, and I had a hard time getting hooked into it. I'd get to it, and then they'd go down another tangent. And unlike what I'm watching now, The Americans, um, that that hooked me right away, and I, I could follow it, and I could see through it, and I could start to see what I wanted to see in the show. But some of them, some of them have a hump to get over. Like House of Cards was like that for me. I watched like the first episode, the second episode. I was like, I just don't get this. I don't really like politics. I don't understand it. I don't know what's going on. And I just kept hearing things about it, hearing things about it. Oh, you got to watch it. No, it's so great. And then I just kind of let it go for like several weeks, maybe, maybe even a month or so. And then I decided to pick it back up again. And then I got hooked. And then I couldn't stop. And now I can't wait for the third season to come out. So sometimes that happens, too. Well, I have people tell me that all the time about The Walking Dead, but I absolutely refuse to watch that show. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Uh, I think the last couple seasons, yeah, were just, like, blah, were boring. But I did read that when it comes back in a couple of weeks, they're pulling way back on the violence because people complained. Really? Well, way that's good that they listen to their audience then and their fans. I mean, it is a really fan-driven show. I think what helped me get through The Walking Dead, because I felt the same as you, Elisa, when, after that first season episode back, and I was like, oh, my God, I just felt so grossed out. and just mm-hmm. like I was mourning it, just like a lot of other people. And then I had never done this before. I decided to watch the fan shows afterwards um, where they where they show the behind the scenes and stuff like that. Yeah. And that helped me get through it. And then I then I got back into it again. I was ready to give it up too. <laughs> my husband's still on the fence because he still hasn't watched those. He would, you know, he just kind of tuned out. He, he fell asleep and I was like, you got to watch this. You got to watch the, the fan show episode where they, you know, give a proper sending off to, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but uh, yeah, I mean, just watching the stuff behind the scenes kind of helps you digest it a lot better. And now I make a point to watch the, the fan shows afterwards and then that's the kind of dead. yeah the talking dead yeah, exactly mm-hmm. yep i enjoy that now i where i didn't before my well, you see i I've, I've done that with um person of interest uh which is now they've you know wrapped that up but they had uh podcast interest sh- uh, show that went with that and that was good because you it, it was kind of interesting to hear other people's takes on this story you have your interpretation yeah. but then they say something else it's like oh you know and that one you know for me that was uh you know, really interesting one about this, you know, computer AI that's, you know, attempting to take over the world, basically. Uh, mm-hmm. That one, and then I've done it, and again, another show that I've started and I haven't gone back to is Sleepy Hollow, and there was a podcast that went with that. Now, yeah, I did the first season, and then it was like, I don't know if it's just, maybe it didn't hold my attention, or maybe I didn't put the effort into it. Uh, I don't know, but I kind of, I watched that, and then it was just like, you know, uh, yeah, I, I dropped like away. that show. Has anybody Breaking. seen The Leftovers? That's another really like, that's another one that I was I watched I think three episodes and said okay I'm done. 
that that one's hard. That was really hard to get into. It is really, really just cerebral. And now I'm hooked on it. (laughs) Now, speaking of podcasts, Breaking Bad had one. Oh, which was really interesting. It was Vince Gilligan and they would have I forget who the other person was, uh, but they would have like the writers and sometimes the actors and they would talk about the episode that was just on TV last night when it was still on. Mm. And uh, and it was interesting because they would talk about not just character development, but certain things like when they filmed a particular scene or how they got a scene to look a certain way. Yeah, I have watched or, some of those. You know, so, well, this was a, a an audio podcast, so that was interesting. And then I got uh, introduced to a West Wing podcast, which mm. Josh Molina and another person are the host of it. And Josh Molina was in the series, I think, starting with season four to the end. And it's what they do is they watch the show. And then they talk about it. So what I've been doing is I listen to the episode, then I go back and watch that. Up, you know, I listen to the podcast, I go back and watch the episode, and look and try to find the things they were talking about. And it's 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 great because what West Wing is like one of my all time favorite shows. So my so this is my never third seen time it. going through. Oh my god, it's it's really good. I mean, they're the kind of people like no matter what your personal politics are, even if you disagree with them, because it's a very they're very liberal. And even if you disagree with them, you can see that they're coming from a good place. You know, that whatever Mm. they're doing, they're trying to do at the best they can for the country. Well, maybe I'll give it a shot. I just, when it was originally on, though, the whole premise of the show just pushed me over the edge. I couldn't couldn't do it. Yeah, I didn't watch it then. So maybe I'll give it a try, but it just... I don't know. It's some some of these political shows. Really, the only political show that I've recently that I've enjoyed is uh, Designated Survivor, and I know a lot my of people husband, don't like it. My husband likes it. I said, and it's not coming back again until March. I said, I don't know if I'm going to watch it again. It just it's starting to be too just too much. In fact, I read something that said they're going to turn it more into a soap opera. Oh, I hope not. And I was like, ah. Yeah, if they do that, oh. then I'm I'm done. Cause, uh, and then the other one that I've tried to watch, too, but I can't get it now because A&E's stupid app, whatever it is, is uh, George Washington Spies Turn, which is based oh, yeah. on... I think you had mentioned that before. Yeah. And I've watched the first two seasons. You talk about, you know, 18... Or, I guess, yeah, 18th century gratuitous sex. There's plenty of that in this one. Um, but... The Annie app won't let me watch the current season, and they haven't put it up there yet. And the season three has not made it over to Netflix or Amazon, whichever one I was watching it on. So it's like, yeah, oh, come on, like people. Call Saul. I'm stuck in Better Call Saul purgatory right now. I can't get the season that I want to watch. I haven't watched that either. See, that's another one I was so disappointed in that I. Better call Saul. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was really looking forward to it, and like, uh, but I guess um, I really I, liked the first season. Oh, what is what is his name? I can't, I can't think of his name now. Um, uh, Gus is supposed to be on this season. Oh, Gus Fring from Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, yep. There's so we're we're I think we're getting a little bit closer to the Breaking Bad part of it. Oh, I hope. I hope. And so, so what are you watching it on? I just watch it on TV because uh, I'm, I'm up to date. Yeah, we're up to date. So we just DVR it So because okay. I cannot stand the commercial. So we'll DVR yeah. it and watch it. And I haven't watched Breaking Bad. I've never seen an episode of that either. Oh, 
Such really? a good show. Oh, yeah. It's I love Such it. a good yeah. show. But wasn't it on Showtime or something like no, that? No, it was on AMC, I think. AMC. Oh, okay. I think when Breaking Bad finished, then the Mad Men would start. Mm-hmm. Or, vice, or vice versa. Yeah. I've never seen that either. Earlier, I thought. Right. Yeah, Mad yeah. Men is something that I tuned into, but I heard that was really good, too. The right. the last season, no. No. Uh, and, you know, there, since I'm a cord cutter, you know, it's kind of hard for me to watch some of these shows. Uh, yeah. Not all of them will put them on Hulu or Netflix or anything like that. Right. But That's why the show... But there's a few, yeah, there's a few shows that I will buy and watch because I like them. And uh, I like, I, there's uh, three movies and then there's a TV show based on this uh, starring Noah Wiley, um, The Librarians. Um, and I like that show because it's kind of that nerdy, it kind of fills that spot left by Warehouse 13 when it went off the air. I love that show. Uh, partially because it was a fun, interesting show, partially because I had a South Dakota connection uh, to it, but because uh, the warehouse was in the Badlands of South Dakota. But um, uh, the librarians, it's that same sort of vibe that there's magic in the world. Uh, there's these three librarians and a garden uh, guardian uh, played by uh, Rebecca Romaine. Um, I think that's her name. Uh, I know it's Romaine. Um, John, or yeah, whatever. Anyway. I can't remember who she was married to now. Samos, I think it was John Samos. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they have to go around and find these magic objects and contain them. And there's right now there's this, you know, evil guy. Um, I'm in that season sounds like a book two. my son was reading. Is it based off of a novel? After, off of a book? Uh, Percy I, Jackson or something like that? I'm not sure because I've watched it. It started out as three movies and I've got them. Um like I said, that started Noah, uh, Noah Wiley, and then now he, uh, in the TV series, he pops in and out, um, but he's not one of the main characters. And it stars John uh, Laroquette as um, he's the uh, he's head the, librarian. Yeah, so he's the head librarian. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, and he kind of has to ride herd over these guys, and they're kind of, you know... Um, Jenkins. <sighs> Yeah, Jenkins. There we go. Yeah, because they're kind of. Yeah, I pulled uh, it up as you were talking about it in my in my app. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Yeah, that'd be a way to do it. Because um, you scroll yeah, down and you the whole cast listing, it's like it's like a mini IMDb built into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it does do that. Uh, and so, um, yeah, and it's got the uh, Christian Kane. He was in uh, um, Leverage. Was that the one where the, they go around and they write? wrongs kind of crime fighter type deals uh so there's a few people in there i knew but like i say it's just that kind of funny quirky um you know they're all nerds with a special talent one of them does math in their head uh one's a a criminal mastermind or a you know expert thief uh the other guy does art and um uh architecture and that kind of stuff and so they each have their you know kind of superpowers. I've watched this just for Jen, uh, John Larroquette and Jane Curtin in the same thing. <laughs> and Bob yeah. Newhart. Uh, in Bob the movies. In, in the movies. They don't, uh, I, I don't know, maybe the first season they sh- made a few cameos, but yeah, they're in the movies for sure, but uh, the TV sh- series, I don't believe so, but yeah. Oh, it just, lists them as part of the cast, that's why I say that. Yeah, well, uh, and maybe the first season they were, but like I say, I think they've kind of... Uh, Maybe they make guest appearances, but I think they've kind of moved them on, and now it's to the the new librarians because they were the the old ones. But yeah, the the movies themselves uh, they star you know heavily in that, and uh, you know uh, it, you know it's it, it's a fun movie. The 
yeah, the whole family can watch. I don't think they do anything that's too, you know, uh, risky. And it's good, good nerd fun. That's we, you know, what's nerd fun that I'm waiting on is the new season of Dark Matter. Yeah, that too. Uh, and again, that that'll be one I'll buy. Well, no, that's on sci-fi. I guess I could watch it on Sling TV. Um, but I did buy the first season because that was the only way I could watch it. We did it for our, our podcast. And so, it, you know, that's the thing. If there's a TV show that I like well enough, I will spend the money to go out and buy a season and watch it so that I, I have it. And if I want to go back and, you know, watch it again. And it's my way of kind of supporting the shows that I like and that I would like to see more of. So I did that with Dexter and Breaking Bad, but I only did it with like the last seasons. So now I'm tempted to get the whole thing for Breaking Bad. But I like getting the extras, too, because do you like that right. part, too? Well, yeah. And then um, and I haven't watched it yet. I watched it way back when it was first on. And uh, we were talking about a pre-show, but uh, I've got the entire series of Max Headroom here. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I love that show because... It wasn't just that, but I sort of credit that with getting me on Sci-Fi Tech Talk because it started out with Jeff and Julie, and Jeff was gone, and Julie was looking for uh, co-hosts, and she said, you want to be on? I said, sure, pick one. I said, how about Max Hedrum? Uh, and uh, last time I heard that was uh, the highest – most downloaded, you know, episode we'd ever done. So, um, but I just like it because that one predicted uh, a lot of, you, you look back and not in its form, but the ideas of, because uh, they had this van that would go around to do mobile, you know, on the spot reporting and they were doing the internet before people realized what the internet was. And that was one of those things that existed in the uh, university laboratory somewhere the uh, rest of us didn't know about the internet uh, at that point because it's like mid 80s um they were talking about things like that artificial intelligence uh i really think you're gonna like black mirror because max Hedrum does make a cameo in one of the episodes but i won't tell you which one. Ooh, matt fewer yeah I, I love me some matt fewer um but um, yeah, because he's uh, d- done different turns on different shows. Yeah, and I I like him. So uh, no, the actual yeah. Max Hedrum makes a makes. Oh, a the actual med. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, not not the actor, just the the actual Max Hedrum. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. The heck you say? Trying to do a bad Max Hedrum impression there. Yeah. So that's yeah, yeah. But you know that's one of my uh, show, uh, you know favorite shows, and so the only way I could buy, uh, find it, I would like, I would prefer digital, but I couldn't find any, so I broke down and bought the DVDs, and then I'll rip them and put them on my uh, uh, Plex server. But uh, that was one that I broke down and watched. You will make legal backup copies of your DVDs to to have around. Yes, whatever won't get my ass thrown in jail. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's just easier that because, you know, I, there's a few uh, that I have broken down and bought DVDs for. Um, I've been trying to I have this thing with um, um, Law and Order um, Criminal Intent. I like that one. And so uh, I bought the first season digital, but seasons two, three and four, you could only get on DVD. So I bought them and, uh, you know, eventually I'll kind of finish that one out, too. There are certain shows that. If I feel like I really like them, I'll take the time to buy them and just have them, uh, either digital or, you know, um, DVD, whichever. But um, it's my way of saying, hey, this is something I like. Please make more of it. Well, yeah, I mean, I did that with um, Downton Abbey, uh, which I dearly love. And 
the DVDs that I got were the British versions of the show, so they had a little bit more in them than what was shown here in the United States and then had all kinds of... And I'm not big into the extras that are on DVDs, um, but that was one that I really enjoyed the extras on and 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 all that. So, yeah, I have all six series of Downton Abbey, so it's a great show. And my, my oldest was like... Dad, you're watching an English soap opera comedy or drama? I said, yes, it's good, and Daddy likes it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm going to watch Call the Midwife next. <laughs> the other one that I like that I haven't watched in a while and I need to get caught back up in is, um, oh, crap, and I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head, and our U.K. listeners are going to scream at me. Is the uh, one where the guy's uh, a detective, a police detective or police sergeant, I guess, during World War II. Uh, Foils War. That's it. I couldn't think of it for a minute. That's another good one, too, that I really enjoy. Uh, you know, the, you got the backdrop of World War II, and then he's trying to solve murders that are all intertwined in what's going on in the UK during World War II. So that's a good recommendation if somebody wants to watch something. I've been through two or three seasons of that so I really enjoyed that so well does anybody else have any other recommendations they want to put out there uh, before we move on to our picks for the week let me look at my list Narcos was pretty good Narcos. on Netflix it's uh, about um, Estebar it was about narcs <laughs> yeah it was about um Carlos. Uh, yeah, as soon as I, I always forget their. As soon as I'm done, like the, the names escape me. It takes place in Colombia. Why is this not working? It takes uh, place in Colombia. Who stars in it? You can't remember. It's. I'm just getting it right here. Narcos. And here Bloodline. Are. I wanted to ask you more about. Bloodline was boring. Oh, Pablo yeah. Escobar. <laughs> Pablo Escobar. There you go. And it takes place in. Um, it takes, you know, he's a Colombian drug lord. So the last two seasons, I think there's only two seasons, but there's going to be a third. Yeah, I just finished watching the second season. They're going to have a third season. Um, so it's just about that. And it's something you have to pay attention to because it is subtitled. Oh, oh that would drive me crazy. Which yeah. It does. It does. But it's not everything. Any, any scene, it's about the American, the DEA going down to Colombia to try to get him. So when the Americans are on screen, it's in English. But uh, when it's not them, it's subtitled in Spanish. Oh, that would and it's oh, push me over the it was, edge. It was just, it was kind of interesting, though, watching the different drug families and how they got along or didn't get along and what the Americans did to try to catch him and then what happened when they did imprison him and just all kinds of different it was it you know it took a little bit of it took maybe three episodes for me to get into it is this fiction or non-fiction no, or fiction about, based on real this is life? it's Oscar. true yeah, yeah no, it's true yeah. this it's, is okay. true wow yeah so yeah anything i, I could watch that remind me of a guy i dated once <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's got five stars on netflix mm -hmm. mm -hmm. bloodline oh. i just thought was it was a little boring and again, it's a family situation, and some of the people in the family you just want to smack because they're so selfish and stupid. Yeah, that's sometimes that's the way a show will get under your skin. Past it, it what they they do what? 
it's annoying if they don't develop past it. If they if they just always that way and they never change, then yeah, that would really get under my skin. If there's no character arc or there's no character. I mean, development. there there is character development, and, and but it's just everything they do is just selfish and stupid. Mm. In, in my opinion, but I still watch it. But I just don't watch it as a binge. I like watch an episode here and then. Oh yeah, I should watch the next one. That's kind of like I, I know. I guess. Have you ever seen the show Shameless? No. Heard of that. That one's yeah. kind of the same way, but it's done with enough comedy that it kind of gets past the selfishness of the characters. Um, I don't binge watch it, but, uh, you know, every once in a while I'll go in and watch, you know, a couple episodes of it, and then I'm shameless enough and I can move on. That's so. the one with William H. Macy? Yeah, who I like. I like him. He's a good actor. Yeah. So, but anyway, so we'll, um, we had a lot more stuff in the show notes, so we may need to come back to this topic again and uh, throw it out there for folks, because when we hit summer vacation, then a lot of people will start binge watching again, uh, because they're stuck inside because of the oppressive heat, except for Elisa, who's sitting out by the pool, listening mm-hmm. to music, and Mike, who's out in his backyard twerking, and, and you know, it's... <laughs> I'll be out east, so I'll be suffering with the rest of you. <laughs> just, just don't get too close to Mike. He'll be twerking. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> Twerk on the live long day. There you I'll go. Let your love Goo. Go. The left of the twerk of the road. There you go. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. So let's let's move on to our picks. This week I set the price at uh, $900 to $1,200 just because it seemed like a good random number the other night when I was half asleep doing it. Um, so it we'll... What? That no, works. Oh, it works. Okay. Well, since it works... It twerks. <laughs> since it twerks for you, Melissa, you twerk us, your, twerk us what you got there. I'm actually prepared this time. I'm going to keep with my Black Mirror theme of the whole show, and my pick is going to be the 256-gigabyte black iPhone 7 Plus. With Apple Care, it comes in just at ten ninety eight. Yes, which that may be a purchase in my near future, but we'll we'll see. I'm still trying to work out finances and things like that. So, if you've got any rich relatives that you want to knock off and send me some money, please do, <laughs> folks. A lot of my clients are getting those models. I mean, maybe not necessarily that hard drive size, but they're getting those models. And um, I've been talking about it on social media that both my husband and my dad have each gotten one. And we've been teaching them how to use it. It's been really a lot of fun. So now my dad sends me messages. And and each time he texts me now, it's either got balloons or fireworks. And I just discovered the other day, I did not know that the balloons show up on your Apple Watch when a message comes through. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That really kind of surprised me pleasantly. <laughs> I thought that was great. So, that's a good pick. I can I can wholeheartedly support that pick. So we'll we'll move on to the uh, next lady in the room, Elisa. What did you pick? Yours is interesting. No, Mike, it's not you this week. I thought maybe it was Mike, but okay. okay. Um, <laughs> obviously, this is something I would never buy myself ever. But if someone wants to get it for me, I would accept it. And I didn't have a whole lot of time to research either because I got back late last night. But this pri- this is a DeLonghi Magnifica Smart Espresso and Cappuccino Maker, but also makes coffee. It is $1,129. Better make frickin' beer while it's at it. 
as I said, I would never buy this for no. myself. I'm just okay. trying to picture you in the morning, at least a half asleep, sitting there farting around with this thing, trying to get it to work. I just use my, actually, I just use my Keurig in the morning. It makes life really easy. Well, I know. That's what I mean. I guess you can You're grind picturing the a drinking coffee or espresso. I'm picturing down in the hair of the dog. <laughs> Where's that damn vodka at? I've never, you know, I've, I've never even had this stuff. I had cappuccino. It's okay. But I, I just had put the fireball on the grocery list. Yeah, I've had, <laughs> I've had espresso. I've done, here. I've done triple shots of espresso before. Liquor, yeah, you go to liquor stores to uh, get fireball here. Oh, that's right. You're out in the east. Yeah, I, I'm slowly getting used to it here that you can buy liquor in the grocery store. You know, it's funny. I got a bottle of fireball for Christmas. My family knows Did me you really? too. Yeah, just a small one. So. But I'm still finishing up my bottle of corn liquor, so I got to wait till I finish uh, that. Let me know when you work your way over to the Fireball, and I'll join you virtually. <laughs> the <laughs> one thing I know about Fireball it. that they recommend is you put it in the freezer. Yes, mm-hmm. I used to keep my Golden Schlager in there when I when I drank that, but I like yep. Fireball better now. My husband keeps vodka in the freezer. Yeah, and I've, this is the first time I've ever kept liquor in the freezer. I've never, I've never done that. I mean. The closest I guess I ever kept was when I used to keep a bottle of Everclear under the seat in my car in the winter, but it never froze <laughs> <No>. either. <laughs> you know, 190 See, no, proof. Not really much You're talking about the rot gut or the gut, what do they call it? Gut rot, rot gut or gut rot or whatever. <laughs> you could call it rock gut, but it was, I mean, it was legal moonshine because it's 190 proof. Wow. Yeah, it would it would take the turpentine right off the paint. I mean, <laughs> I'm just I've become smitten with Fireball lately because I just I normally don't really drink and because I can never find something that doesn't make me break out and some kind of rash or make me itch or, or something. I, I I have a drinking problem. I can't drink beer and I can't drink wine. It's only hard liquor, so it's hard for me to find something that I actually really like and I do really like this stuff. Maybe we should get you some corn squeezins. You ever had corn <laughs> liquor? I don't know. I don't think I have. Oh, if we get together when you're out east this summer, I'll introduce you okay. to the wonders of it. I'll bring a mason jar for you. All right. See, see, I'm in a transitionary mode now. I don't have babies to nurse and all that kind of stuff anymore, so I can I can uh, explore now. <laughs> you can get creative. You've, you've all been warned. You've all yeah. been warned. <laughs> all right, so... Uh, We'll move on to Michael. What did you pick this week to satisfy your needs? Well, you know. And your um, love, Goo. Oh, Lord. I decided to tie things together here because last week my pick was was to remodel the, uh, the the basement down here and finish it off and give ourselves a proper family room. And then in keeping with the theme today of things that we're watching, I thought, well, why don't I just um, get a uh, – Nice big uh, TV and put it in there. I'm trying to find my tabs where I hate the damn thing now. Um, it's here somewhere. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. So it's a nice 50. Oh, the LG? The LG. Yes. There we go. Um, I must have rolled over. Anyway, here we go. Yeah. An LG um, 60 inch 4K Ultra HD Smart TV uh, with uh, HD uh, built into it. Because, you know, everyone's talking, you know, 4K was kind of a novelty. But uh, from what I keep hearing from everyone, HD is really going to be... Ultra HD, yeah. 
Yeah, is where you're going to see the real difference in uh, television. 4K will give you the details, but that uh, it's really the shows really pop when they, uh, I guess, and I haven't seen it in person yet. I'm just going from what I've heard from other people. But, you know, uh, HD, HDR is where it's supposed to, shows are really, the color is supposed to come out. It's supposed to be that realism that, you know, TV's been missing for years, you know, TV filled with fake shows whatever but uh you know at least it'll look realistic um you should watch thought, dirty harry on it then Ooh, that would be real that'd be really realistic um hmm. but um yeah so i thought a nice big tv to go in our fin- uh the finished uh basement family room down here that we haven't even attempted yet but i thought that'd be a good choice to go with no, I like it. I mean, there's nothing you can. Your TV can never be too big, and never too good. I guess is my philosophy. I mean, that's the way I think of it. You know, right. And then I could just hook the uh, um, Nvidia, and actually, my uh, Nvidia Shield is capable of 4K. I just don't have any 4K to put it on, or any uh, well, and 4K contents coming slowly, uh, but it's capable of 4K, uh, and I think with a few tweaks, it'll probably do HDR too. Uh, so I've got that. I just need something to show it on, so just a nice big screen, and then that way I can play Borderlands on there and blow the psychos away on a 60-inch screen. That'd be awesome. 60-inch is a pure death, is what Mike's there looking we go. for. So, yeah. There you go. Well, mine's kind of out of left field and I've, I've picked something similar to this before but for some reason I've been jonesing to build a new Linux machine and I want something with a little more oomph to it than the previous Linux machines I've had so System76 is really known for their uh, you know BTO type of Linux machines you can order and I went on there and I configured a 15 inch laptop with 8 gigs of RAM uh, two or a 500 gig SSD, you know, a real nice machine, and it came in at just over, just under $1,100. So about the same cost as Melissa's pick for the iPhone. I'm getting an entire laptop, so you know, it's 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 kind of a little warp, but you know, I just. I, every once in a while, I just jones for Linux, and I do have Linux boxes sitting around here. I've got Linux virtual machines, and I will fire them up and play with them, but I wouldn't mind having a nice Linux laptop I could carry around with me all the time, something that wouldn't give me a hernia in the process, mm-hmm. so that's that's but the I, problem. Yeah, I know what you mean, because I have this yearning for Linux once in a while, too. and I've got a few things here that I've started, and I haven't really finished you know rolling your own uh, on a laptop and uh i should just sit down and do it because i do have a soft spot for linux and maybe someday i will go out and get myself a dedicated linux uh laptop to use yeah no i mean matter of fact on my macbook air the original it's first generation macbook air i'm going to take the windows partition off of it when i get time and put a linux partition on it and then I'll put the uh, I'll probably put Ubuntu Mate on it, and then I'll put the Cupertino screen, whatever they call it. I can't remember theme. I guess it is. So that makes it look like a Mac, but it's still running Linux. So, you know, it gets me there. It gets me where I need to be. You know, without mm. twerking. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, you're going from Love Guru to twerking now. 
Yeah, you just want to be careful that you don't. Never mind. I'm not going to say what I was just getting no, ready to no. say. <laughs> we'll we'll just close out on that note, and we'll, we'll go around the room and let everybody outroduce themselves. And uh, let's see. We'll start with Elisa, uh, since she's on my left. Ta-da. Okay, I am at Sensei Dai on Twitter. You can also find me at 3geekyladies.com, number three spelled out. And earlier today, we released another episode. If you're looking for opinions, this is the one to listen to because we talked about social media and etiquette. Now, wait a minute. You're telling me that you, Vicky, and Suze have opinions? This is the first time. Yeah, I'm shocked. I'm. I'm, I knew you would be. That's why I wanted to warn you first. Oh, my God. I may have to sit down to listen to this, not be able to listen to while I'm driving. Or or when you're running on the treadmill, right? I just kind of sit on the treadmill and it throws me (laughs) off on the floor. (laughs) So That's my exercise routine. Sit on the treadmill, turn it on. Oh, I hit the floor. I'm done. Oh, uh, yes, folks, go have a listen to Three Geeky Ladies if you haven't yet. It's a great show. Um, I think uh, you three blend together so well, and I love the varying opinions that you have. And I like how they tease you about not being a cook on occasion, too. Oh, but it's the truth. No, I know it's the truth. It's still funny, it's though. It's the truth. <laughs> it's, it's still funny, but it's, you know. Uh, how my husband and children are alive is, you know, a mystery. It's it's. I'm not going to say. Anyway, <laughs> Melissa, can you tell people where they might find out more about you? I'm someone else who can't apply heat to things. <laughs> not very well, anyway. <laughs> but I can make a mean salad and a mean sandwich. Oh, good. You can find me uh, online as the Mac Mommy, T H E M A C M O M M Y, all one word, no spaces. And just look me up that way, and you should find me. Excellent. And Michael. Uh, yeah, and just so people know, these people make my life sound a lot more interesting than it is. Um, but <laughs> if you do want to find out what it is I actually do, which isn't much, but if you want to, you can follow me on Twitter at DSC Chipman, and I have my about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak. And this last week, um, we didn't record an episode of Sci-Fi Tech Talk, but we sat down, we did kind of a planning session, we got a roadmap uh, for the future coming up, and so... You know, I think everyone's lives are kind of starting to get squared back around again. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna start releasing some more episodes uh, soon here. So, uh, but if you do want to check that out, that's over at uh, SciFiTechTalk.com. Yes, go have a listen, folks. And even if you go back into the back catalog, it's well worth taking that if you haven't, as I've mentioned many times before. If you want to find out more about my musings and what I might be commenting on, you can always follow me on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A. Or if you go over to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder, it links back to Twitter and other miscellaneous things I might have done over the years. If you want to find out more about the show, we encourage you to go over to geekiestshowever.com. If you want to leave us a review or a comment on iTunes, it's always appreciated. Thank you to everybody that's done that. It does help us out a great deal. And, folks, uh, we hope you've enjoyed the show this week as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you, especially with the Four Horsemen. And I know what that means, yes. The Four Horsemen are back together again this week. So we hope you really enjoy it. We thank you for downloading it. And if you do nothing else between now and next week, don't forget to hug a geek. This is Optimus Prime calling all Autobots. 
Prime to all Autobots. Our new tech fan podcast has been released. Return to base immediately so that we can all enjoy the humans talking about technology. Repeat, Optimus Prime to all Autobots. A new tech fan podcast from Spotlight Network has been released. Return to base immediately.